Hello everybody, thanks for tuning to Revolutionary Lumpen Radio. This episode, Revolutionary Lumpen 2, what you have is two Revolutionary Lumpens speaking to each other. It wasn't planned as an episode whatsoever, it's literally just happened. What it was, a revolutionary communist has just messaged me on Discord saying that he saw the video in which I was talking about the Lumpen proletariat and the experience within the ostracization within the left community, etc. It spoke volumes and... They, like others, are convinced that what we're doing here is absolutely vital and crucial and important and other people need to start waking up and listening to this shit as we are vanguard. I just want to point out that this comrade had reached out from a video that he saw with Zanzi. Zanzi had blocked Revolutionary Lumpen Radio on Twitter because I wanted to combat a fascist and fucking tear their whole ideology apart so he's like oh you're talking to a fascist fine i'm gonna block you i haven't spoken to a fucking fascist whatsoever but even if i did i'd absolutely fucking tear that ideology apart what makes me so furious about this john is that everything that you're gonna listen to by this comrade is only because of what i said on one of your videos if you had deleted those videos this conversation would have never happened this is what happens when motherfuckers are ostracizing the lumpen proletariat. The left community needs to shut the fuck up and start listening to us lumpen proles. It's an absolute disgrace what's going on. It's an absolute, it's violence that's participating here. It's violence that somebody's own individualistic opinion can block a comrade on Twitter for wanting to fucking tear fascist ideology apart it is fascism it's disgusting you disgust me just like we disgust you i am waiting for my apology of you and paul Morin. here's the episode with a revolutionary lumpen what's happening not too much lad not too much you're well sweet being a little bit busy but now i'm free to chill Oh, it's good stuff, good stuff, man. I gotta say, I fucking always a fucking bit nervous with situations like this, being a bit of a fucking spurg. <laughs> no need to be nervous. So, uh, what's happening? You you bumped into me over one of Zanzi's videos. Yeah, one of my friends sent me uh, the video because he heard me talking about the lumpen and the organic intellectuals and he said that I should see this, that I need to see it. And I watched it and it hit me like a brick. Cause what? There's no one online that is speaking like this, man. No one. And I'm surprised I haven't even heard about you. I I've fucking know. And everything. I know. I've been asking people for like a year if you know anybody who's talking this shit then tell me because I'm out here fucking trying to radicalise these motherfuckers by myself and there's nobody to look to for any kind of guidance, inspiration, like advice, nothing. I'm like literally vanguarding this shit. You know what I'm saying? And what's funny was in that interview with Zanzi, I was completely like off me tits. I was like on ket. I was like fucking so high. I was like just fucked up. <laughs> so you like I didn't even legend. get <laughs> So You prove exactly my point They say we can't do shit because we're on drugs Literally though I'm not even messing Like honestly I've, Like I swear next time uh, Like some kind of so-called communist says Like because I've been told this Yeah I was at a meeting 
with some uh, a, a Cuban fucking author um, who was like an expert. He come over from Cuba. He was like an expert in fucking what was it? Uh, the agriculture in Cuba and and why why it's so good. And like he he done this presentation. It was sick. The Cuban ambassador for Great Britain and the United States was there, um, attended. And then I know it was a good meeting. And after that, we went like up into this pub and we were upstairs and I was speaking to him. And I said like we need to fuck about the class. The goddamn and I was telling this like Cuban and I was like what, what's it like over there have you got lumpen proles or because like or because Cuba is more, is like socialist and it's movement towards communism is the um uh, and like the, and it means the elimination of classes I said does that mean that there is no lumpen poles over in Cuba um and so it, I was like you know where's the criminal element and like I can't really remember because I was fucking pissed but like I basically wanted to tell him look mate don't you worry about it I'm out here in the United Kingdom trying to radicalise the only people in the UK that have access to firearms and that is the lumpen poles that is the criminal element that is the one I always who, make who, that test to the Americans I say that like you guys think that we can't get guns but Liverpool exists like honestly <laughs> like honestly like, it's not even a, it's like it's no fucking joke but you know a no, lot of it no. and then look this is the point where that like you'll actually get furious at just as I did was um I, I was saying like fucking to somebody else I was like he, he was part of the RCG and he said something and he was like so like something about the lump and we need to radicalize these motherfuckers you just need to be out in the streets actually speaking to them they probably won't because I reckon that they're being bullied by them in school and all that so they were just so intimidated you know what I mean they're like victims so like there's that like social stigma against themselves that they've got um, and they're not fighters, you know what I mean? All these, we're talking about class war, and then you've got like little bully victims their, their entire lives expected to fight for like the, the, the people, you know what I'm saying? These are people who right. never, they're not even going to fight for themselves, never mind other people. But get on what this motherfucker said to me, and this is like, it, it, this made me click so much in how important this shit that I'm doing is. He said, he said, yeah, we don't work with the lumpen because the lumpen are ostracised from society. So if we do that, then we'll be ostracised from society too. And I was like, so it didn't click on me until I went home. And then I was like, use, I was like, the lumpen are ostracised from society. I was like, the lumpen are society. The lumpen are the masses. Use are ostracised. Use are the minority. Use are like the, the workers, you know what I'm saying? And like, use are literally like, well, yeah, like, what's the classification for worker now? Because you've got this tiny little slim slit and then it's labour aristocracy. Honestly, and, like, the workers are being lumpenized, like, nobody's business because of COVID, you know what I'm saying? The ways these mm-hmm. motherfuckers, like, theories and practice out there, they're absolutely mad. Oh, mate, I but had I think, them on their heels, I did. I went into You're going to have to hold that thought because I've got to get this one out because I still haven't yeah, finished no, sorry, and I'm mate. absolutely vent and, like, I'm, I'm fucking furious, right? It's beca- and, um... And I was thinking it dawned on me, I was like, we don't work with them because they're ostracised. Just that sentence alone is like, we we don't think about prisoners because like they're ostracised. And it's like, we don't think about the disabled because they're ostracised. And it's like, and this is what you said about Marx only, only backing the workers um, and the working class and rather than like the actual people who were like the most deprived and the ones with the most economic scarcity and, you, you know, living the most precarious lives in industrialised nations and the ones who are inevitably either going to like, 
go to jail or end up in like a fucking mental asylum or like some kind of fucking, uh, you, you know, like home. I'd done an interview with Miranda. Uh, she spoke on sex work and Marxism in particular, uh, the disability and self-determination. And she said, obviously, she doesn't get a lot of support from any comrades whatsoever, any organisations. What good is, is she to them in the same way as what good is like a, a disabled person to a capitalist? Very little. And this is the same bourgeois morality that these revolutionary so-called revolutionary organizations have got so for them to say we're going to be ostracized too that's exactly what you need like what what who the fuck are you talking to like are you like actually just want to be a fucking you only want students in your organizations and then what these students are never going to come out of the hood and be able to speak to these like people who actually have the firearms and the power to overthrow the state and the ones who are actually fighting the police like just for right. fun we won't listen to them. It doesn't matter. They could be as right as they want. I don't want to listen to some Labour aristocrat twat tell me what to do. And I'm actually an intellectual. Imagine someone who's, you know, just the skippy. Probably got dropped out of, uh, an, like, he, he, you know, he's gone through all the same shit we've gone through, but didn't become an intellectual. He's just someone who likes to smoke drugs and chill out and all that. And then you run at him with your, with your flags and go, come on, we need to <laughs> unite and strike and we need to... It's, it, doesn't rub off on them like that. Yeah, like, yeah no, I But the thing is, they're never going to run at them with the fucking, with the Cuban flags and these flags for countries that these lumpen poles have never seen of in their entire lives, they've never heard of, or they couldn't point to in a fucking map. But these are the fucking countries that these people are backing. And what I'm saying is, like, I've been out there telling the people, you, you motherfuckers are going to go to jail. And, and you motherfuckers aren't going to work because you're not submissive, docile sluts to fucking some capitalist who's going to fuck you over for your surplus labour. And they get that, that they're actually strong enough to, to say, you know, they can't go to work and then be like some submissive little thing for some Muppet manager. Do you know what I'm saying? They, they lose the job, tell them to get the, like, fuck off. Who the fuck are you speaking to? Do you know what I'm saying? So that's why, like... And then these workers are so docile, so submissive, and these are the ones that are supposed to, like, fucking... You know what I'm saying? These are the ones who are most content because they have, like, economic, like, flipping enough, like, economic power to buy, like, commodities and to buy the things that, like... um like pacify them and, and, and make them fucking content but these lumpen poles are out there they've got to answer the george phone every two minutes they've got to fucking they're constantly like fucking grafting or like they've, they've got to run around for the fucking for for like their lumpen bosses you know to spin drugs or to fucking rob or you know mouse said it best he was like he said like the lumpen are like literally because of the economic scarcity that, that that they have they f- are constantly forced to try and su- to survive to try and get money that they're never going to have the time to sit down to read theory to and, and engage i tried to explain that to someone someone was trying to tell me that like the the lumpen are deprived so that means that they will be servants to the bourgeoisie more because of something some bold alcoholic fucking bearded man in the fucking 1840s said like you know taking that into context why the fuck wouldn't anyone else? If I went and knocked on a worker's door and said, I'll pay you four grand to go pop someone's tires, and I knocked on a middle-class person's door and I asked them six grand because it's a higher stake for them to just... They'd probably do the same thing. It's six grand, four grand. You ain't saying no to that. Like so two, to them, we're going to be the bitches of the capitalists because we're fucking poor. Fuck off. Like we're, two we're points, the bitches for our own order. Two points, the workers there are more likely to... You'd be to have debts 
You know what I'm saying? So the, the workers mm. are more likely to have debt and they're going to need that money more. Um, and also this bearded, balded man in the fucking 1800s who's talking down and the most deprived um, people in society and calling them social scum, he himself was not a worker. He was a fucking yeah, Ch- Engels fun. charity case. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like the hypocrisy is insane. So, like, obviously, any good Marxist, like, Brett of Revlet Radio, like, he knows that, like, he's told me as well as, like, any good Marxist knows that you don't just look at Marx and take everything from it where it, it is, like, a science that you have to keep developing on, and this is what we're doing, this is why I'm trying to write on the lumpen and then hopefully get it fucking published and get it out there because no matter what any other comrade does, like... What is the lumpen proletariat? You can search down YouTube and you've got like people proper posh voices. I don't know how to do an essay. I literally can't write an no, essay. I, I don't can't. know how to format it, but these motherfuckers do. So they're writing all essays up and it's very academic and that, but it's completely detached from the reality because they don't know the struggle. They don't know like how rough it is and, and they don't have the confidence to actually go out and tell a drug dealer like you're gonna go to jail unless you fucking become like a revolutionary and you should actually fight the police not just to fucking fight the police but you should fight it because they're fucking pigs and they're the pig class within a fucking bourgeois state that we have to overthrow for a fucking proletarian uh, dictatorship so you know all of these points absolutely essential i do get a you know a major support from people um particularly other other lumpen poles like yourself or people who, who have experienced this that absolute like precariousness but it is a kind of new phenomenon and we are vanguard in this shit the, i mean like because uh, my disability gives me sort of like extra experience in this because you get being lumpen you're you're treated subhuman you're 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 a ghost disability is the same so you you just sort of this like phrasic mess where no one can understand what's the fuck is wrong with you why the fuck are you such a fucking this that and the other um to the point where why don't you have a job that's what it comes down to that's what lumpen pole it is it's the people who are unemployed or unemployable um, so you can you can say that that's obviously the the criminal element, the ones who thieve or the ones who st- who like fucking you know sell drugs oh, and all uh, of that. But the disabled are definitely in that category and are seen as this social scum. And this is why there's so many eugenics going on under COVID, where it's the disabled in oh, homes, and it's the same as like the elderly. And it all comes down to how capable they are to have their surplus labour exploited. You know what I'm saying? So like, if if you're not capable of being a wage slave, then you're classed as lumpen, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I, I like, cause I had it double because I was brought up working class, and my sister was born with cleft palate and hydrocephalus. So when I started having issues, cause I have fibromyalgia, um, I started having issues when I was five or six. It was just ignored. It's all in your head. I thought I had arthritis years and years and years. All in your head. All in your head. You're just insane. Stuff like that. Yeah, proper it's bad. It's so sad. I, and- that, that's that's yeah, the worst wrong. thing about it, and that is that bourgeois morality in the same way that people just go about mm. life not realising 
that there's people in fucking cages to this day all across the fucking country because of the material conditions that capitalism has forced people under. And it's like, it's so convenient to ignore those people because um, you might actually start to care about it and you might think, hold on, people should not be in cages. But, you know, people make this excuse that the social scum and so that they don't have to do anything about it. And you see the exact same bourgeois morality within communist organisations all around the world it has to fucking stop people need to fucking wake up and I'm telling you now for a fact the next time any single so-called comrade tells me to my face that the lumpen are ostracised so we're not going to be in- involved with the ostr- uh, like with the lumpen because they're ostracised I am going to slap them and if anybody wants to try and stop me they're getting a slap. If anybody wants to argue that what I said was wrong, they are getting a smack. I'll fight any single so-called communist fucking who dares dismiss the lumpen in front of me. I'll never let that motherfucker... Like, even if I see him again, I'm going to approach him and I'll give him a chance to remedy his position when he told me that we're not going to work with him because they're ostracized. And if he has not changed his opinion, he's getting a smack. These people... I'm going to combat liberalism, I promise you. Hell yeah, brother. The thing that annoys me the most is they don't even care for our experiences. And the worst thing about that is we experience the most, which as far as I'm concerned, Mm. when it comes to capitalism, Mm. we are the most intelligent in this country, whether we're an intellectual or not, because we experience it truly. We're the closest to the fucking third world. Um, I I feel, I speak with third world fucking brothers and sisters online, and I feel more connected with them people than I do with my own fucking country, man. And that's disgusting. Like, not, not that connection, but the fact that they can't even connect with us. They can't even give us a, the benefit of a doubt, hear us out, see how we're seeing things, rather than going on this corrupted fucking labor aristocratic mannerism of, oh, well, I would just sit around and, like, the RCG, the RCG have a really good message and do really good fucking things. They're like, okay, incredible, yeah. Voting's bad. We need to do struggle and all that. Do you know where they go and stand? They stand in Birmingham city center, like, right near the market stands. Guess where they are. I've said the same thing all the time in goddamn city centres. Oh my god. There's no lumpen people there. Go Honestly, I've said the same thing. It, like, I could send you my writing now. And, and I've also started another text saying the role of the, um, the fucking, the, the role of the fucking, what's it called, a fucking student, the role of the lumpen and the role of the worker. And, and honest to God, bro, I've literally said that exact same thing where the focus primarily in city centres. Look, I'm telling you, my comrades now who do support this pod in, in Liverpool FRFI and, and the project I'm working on, who I deeply love and, and they love me because they know the suffering I'm going through. They know this, but the problem is in the, the board members of the RCG where they're not willing. And look, you know, for, like, what's it called? The Anglist is right there online now, isn't he? Under some balance. Like, right, I interviewed him half an hour ago and I said this to him about the RCG. No word of a lie. I literally, like, that on YouTube now from a half an hour ago. I'm saying what you've just said. You're, you're coming up. It's incredible. Like, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you now, I was going to ask for your permission before anything, but I'm recording this conversation now. I would love to put it out. And, it, like, honestly, it would it, be so potent because, like, what everything I'm saying now and it's coming out of your mouth now, like, completely fucking, like, naturally, that just, that's evidence. That's, that's literally fucking scientific evidence of people are being scientific fucking socialists. This is... 
Like there's the evidence is fucking mounting up, and these motherfuckers right. need to step back and let us lead because we're the ones fucking doing vanguard shit. What they've been doing, they've been doing for 40, 50 years. Goddamn, and we're still here, we're still suffering, and we're still being absolutely ostracized. You have you have all the permission in the world. I'm always happy to contribute and help out, and I'll always be happy to help out in the future and try and helpfully tie my town into this struggle. I'd also like to add that these people. So they get nurtured to be intellectual. I was punished for being intellectual as a kid. All the time, punished for it. I needed to be a hard ass, not a smart kid. Mm. And fuck me, sure, being hard is necessary and it helped me, it helped me survive. But that's it. I'm hardy and I'm able to survive a lot. I push myself more for my disability than most people would. I, I support myself. I have no disability support. I do everything for myself. I don't allow anyone to take a square inch of responsibility away from me because it's demeaning. I'm brought up in a way where I am the responsibility for what happens in my life. And if I do drop, I, I just feel weak. I've watched my dad slave away on his own. Like my dad's a worker. He's not a lumping guy, but he's still, I've watched him slave away, slave away endlessly, breaking his back as a welder. And yet he still can't see it. Well, weirdly enough, it seems like he can't even admit it that his work was why he abused me so much and stressed it out of him. And he can see it, but he'd just deny it and push back and be like, nah, but forget it. He has a good enough reason, nah, but to forget it. He's a, he's a foreman now. He's moved away from all this shit like that. We don't have that freedom. Fucking hell, yeah. Very powerful, potent stuff there. Comrade, what I would like to say, though, is never be shy to accept any help, like, whatsoever. I mean, if, if it's there, take it. Um, especially when you are being such an organic intellectual and so productive to the movement it's definitely important that you are like uh, maintained and and you're able to be physically capable for the rest of your life the longer you're alive i'm telling you the better we all are in this struggle and the longer like you're capable and, and safe and you're fucking you, i mean i just want the best for you because oh, the yeah, best for you is the best for everybody don't be shy of help yeah, hell yeah, brother. I, 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 it, it, it it's hard, but it's like uh, it, it sort of reminisces on like. So I got a mental health support at the end of last year that I had to shout at a director for. I had to make him feel like an utter piece of shit shouting at him how this is. I know it's not your fault. This is cuts, but I'm sick of being fucked by cuts. I by shouting that I need to actually get with someone who knows what the fuck they're doing. And I actually for the first time in fucking nearly 20 years of trying to get help. I actually feel like I'm getting somewhere. I'm about to get, I got an appointment next week to finally get some fucking amphetamine medication so I can actually use my brain straight. So I can't apply myself. Like I've managed to, like I've managed to get this far into Marxism with only like being barely able to read. I'm just struggle my way fucking through it. And I don't get the respect for that. I get argued with by labor aristocrats, labor aristocrats are trying to argue with me like I'm some sort of fucking like big brainiac intellectual that can fucking throw down like that to the point where they'll they'll use my fucking they'll aggravate me and then use my uh, aggravated tendencies against me when I'm fucking like I'm in agonizing pain. No, I got cognitive means. dysfunction. I can't keep up with these people. They should be trying to keep up with me. When I yeah. talk to someone who's in my same class, when I'm trying to appeal to them, I am the idiot. I put them as high as I fucking can because I want them to be the intelligent person. Because if you feel intelligent, you feel comfortable to speak. 
And if they feel comfortable to speak, I learn because I always learn from people's experiences. Your experience will teach you, my experience will teach you, and especially the people in the third world I get to speak to because they go through fucking hell like no other. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, absolutely. Amen. I completely comprehend and empathize this, um, you know, trying to fucking speak to people and then, you know, you get frustrated and then you, they use that against you to look down at you. But I'm, I'm telling you, like, motherfuck, like, leftists need a smack. Um, like, and if, because I'm saying that because I've, you know what I'm saying, you, you can only say so much to them before they physically need the head given a wobble and um, to realize okay why would he do that and then actually you know i think that i think if if you've done that to a lot of people out there particularly the ones who look down on leftists that start crying the breakdown the ego would absolutely shatter and then the doctors start building themselves up with a new fucking reality but uh, there's also that I, I also consider the fact that like because they're so exploited by capitalists because they are literally submissive slaves to a capitalist and docile like dogs who go around the life with the tail between the legs. They also need this lower class to, to like feel better on in the same way that like a capitalist likes to fucking feel better than like the worker. The workers need somebody to feel better than and like in the same way that like the the lumping in many cases, like despite how bad it is and like despite how real the the chances that they're gonna go to prison for the rest of their lives, they still look at like, you know, people of colour all around the world thinking, oh, well, at least I'm not them. You know, at least, you know, I've still got all of this material shit and my life's still this much better. But if you were literally at the bottom of that, which we see in, like, um, imperialist victim nations, then that's where the revolutionary fighting is. When you look at FARC and you look at flipping, I can't remember the, what they're called in, in the Philippines, these are the ones who are literally at the bottom of the class system of the entire planet and these are the ones who who are fighting with arms when it should be us like like what good is it when we're sat here like giving fuck a clap in colombia for fighting fucking paramilitaries when like we're the ones who need to fight so the paramilitaries are never ever in colombia so the the, the people in Philippines aren't being what is it the MPA I think the fucking called just but like these are the ones that like it's insane that we leave the revolutionary fighting to people in literally the the poorest countries in in the it's world like and we said. need to be doing that for them and and like it's, it's insane. It's like Mao said we should be like well the third the third world will be quicker to organize because of their conditions but we shouldn't be sitting around waiting we should be organizing too doing whatever we can to radicalize the people and prepare for revolutionary struggle not only that but anti-imperialist struggle now this is the biggest problem I have with the fucking uh, aristocrats that fucking run our fucking supposed uh, movement um, they are less anti-imperialistic than fucking libertarians. I prefer to talk with libertarians than I do them because I can I can convince a libertarian of communism or at least that he can his NAP is completely able to neglect uh, communist thought. And I've even got many of them because a lot of the organic libertarians don't know too much about communism and they think socialism is the Liberal Democrat Party of America. So you know they're mm. a bit they're a bit wonky. I've managed to convince some of them that the, the Soviet Union was a force for good in the Cold War and that America was a force for evil. Mm. Like, 
<laughs> you know, I can't seem to convince a Labour aristocrat that, you know, maybe flopping around the streets and fucking uh, only organising around upper class people and um, uh, opportunist workers is not a good idea. The, the, the bottom of the working class and the lumpen proletariat, because the, um, you've got that section of the lumpen that's like half employed. Like, I'd argue that's like one of the worst parts of the lumpen to be half employed. Like you yeah. have a job sometimes. Like they're, they're, it, it's fucking... Like the gig economy. Yeah, fucking... I mean, being a fucking driver for people, for, fucking, for fuck all, for a company that robs all the money and then doesn't pay for your fucking damages... Yeah. What a fucking joke. You know, I never use it. It's disgusting. You know, you know, another thing that they like to belittle the lumpen with as well is, like, I've seen it on Twitter as well recently where people are like, if you're not involved in an organisation, then you're not a communist to me. And it's just like, do you even know the fucking state of the organisations in the UK? Do you even know how reactionary and how backwards and how non-productive like non-progressive and how like literally reactionary to the lumpen that these like organizations are do you even know that like okay so i had the comrade who who linked me up with all um the the comrades the, the sex working comrades who i interviewed well after speaking for a little bit she actually went to her communist organization she actually um you know, came out and told them that she was like, you know, a sex worker. And because of that, and, you know, in solidarity with the Lumpen Poll, she'd done that. And then what happened was she was kicked out of this organisation that she'd been a very productive member with for years. So it's like, what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? And these organisations, like, they've got these contracts, oh, you can't take drugs, and that's before you become a member and all of that shit. And it's like, it's like you've never struggled, you've never had, like, parents scream at you, you've never had drunken dads, mums, sisters, you've never been around violence in your household, you've never literally had violence all around your house, everywhere in your estate, and, you know, these are the material conditions that people are, are living with, and, and to neglect that is so, is so, like, bourgeois moral, it's like, honestly, what's, what the fuck is wrong with these motherfuckers? What's right with them? If these people had even an inch close to the type of beatings I had when I was a kid, look, look, here's a perspective. So my condition, fibromyalgia, is an autoimmune condition that comes from uh, neurological issues that come from genetics. But actually, originally, the condition come from the 1880s, and it's caused by childhood trauma. So think about that, Carl. Like, what was the 1880s all about? Industrialization. That was a peak of the Industrial Revolution. And they mm. discover a condition that's... They thought it was a muscle condition back then. That's why fibromyalgia, pain in the muscle fibers, but it's actually not. It's a lot worse. So they had, they had abused these kids through child labor to the point where they caused this condition to come out. Capitalism is the source of it. How funny is that? Uh, the, um, so I was abused so heavily. And my body was in such a fright or flight or fright state that I thought I was going to die at any second so much that my body is now permanently in that state. Wow. It's causing permanent amounts of agony. It continuously gets worse over time. Jesus fuck! I mean, everything you say. I mean, so Daddy Comrade, obviously, I'm here for literally the rest of our living lives. Like Liz, solidarity forever, as well as anybody else who who might listen and um, like is, is with us on this. 
solidarity forever we're here for the rest of our goddamn lives reach out um Dude, if, if you really want, I'll even link in your Discord for, for like this episode so you can have people who, who are interested in, in this uh, potentially join. But, I mean, what you said on your physical condition, people are taking the fucking lives. People are just taking drugs, thinking, I'll just take it. If I die, I die. And, and like, I've been shunned. I've been ostracised. I've been looked down on. I've been patronised by the very person who radicalized me and got me into fucking revolutionary politics he's the one who turned his back on me and he's one of the main reasons why i'm doing this shit as well because it's like i genuinely thought that there was nothing but love and compassion for all the humanity in that comrade's heart and then to see him turn his back on me because i got kicked out of my house repeatedly i was forced to do illegal things or have nowhere to live and then I suffered mentally and yeah fucking smoked a few fucking joints and you know what I starved because I never had the money to feed myself when he looked at me and told me I looked gaunt like basically saying you look like a smackhead and then turning his fucking his back on me I mean I I know that where's the humanity it's in me it's in fucking me in between the first time I went homeless and the second time I went homeless, I got addicted to ecstasy because ecstasy basically cures my condition, both cognitively and physically, because it both causes agony around the body and complete dysfunction of my brain. Um, mm. It actually was why my education completely fell under. That and acid completely like unwound my head. That was how I got away from fascism. Uh, fucking, the drugs are so bad that they fucking actually helped, you know. Um, <sighs> You know, acid helped with a lot of stuff because I was a pretty mentally fucked up kid. You know, I'd gone through a lot of shit. It helped unwind and showed how fucked everything was and sort of snapped me around the head. It was actually that and learning about the American Indian genocide a couple of years before, but be a bit away from the Hitlerite side of things. So I was already sort of spurling away from that shit. The Russian... So the, the genocide of the Slavs didn't hit me because of the way I'd been brought up with the British and German narratives, both of them denigrating the Russians as these army of barbarians that aren't worth anything. Like, and it's ingrained in so many of us. I didn't even know what the Soviet Union was. I didn't know what communism was. No clue. And so many of us are like this today. And people, these, these labor aristocrats seem to think that, like, these are well-known things that everyone's aware of because of the last fucking Cold War that's just happened. It was only a fucking 30 years ago. No, 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 no. We're all washed out and broken down. And these people with all these book knowledge, we could do with that. We could really do with that, but it's not there. But when I went homeless, I was fucking, it was the winter. I'm severely disabled and the hostel I was in knew I was severely disabled. You know what, they threw me out for assault. You know what happened? So I come in after having an argument with my mom that went fucking AWOL and I went into the office and I shouted everyone out of the office. I said, get the fuck out. I'm speaking with the fucking staff. Sit down with the staff. The one kid that I know, I fucking get support there because he's only fucking 17, 16 and like, you know, it's a horrible place to be at that age. He comes in and so he's like, come on, come out, come out, come out to me, have a fight, we're going to have a fight outside. So I just stand up and fucking lift him up and throw him on the floor and tell him to fuck off. <laughs> I don't want to punch him, I don't want to fucking hit him, he's a good kid. Like, I get kicked out for it. It's fucking sad, man. Fucking... I mean, I've, I've been in crazy fucking medical situations when I wasn't going to school and they just refuse or they just simply walk out the, the back 
door of the fucking school and then just go home like bro have, has nobody seen all of these spiked fences all around this bitch you know what i'm saying I'm like why it's like has nobody seen this similarity to a fucking prison what's going on but you know when, when i did do that as a kid i was must have been literally about seven or eight or something right and um this is in like not a screen as well it's like one i literally found a bullet on the floor like a nine millimeter round so that's how rough it is in noxy and then like i traded that i remember trading <laughs> i remember trading a nine millimeter and it had not been fired because there's normally a hole in the back of it it was like a live nine milli round and i traded it with a kid in school for pokemon trading card game boy game so like that's <laughs> like no shit so i was literally like an i was like an arms dealer you know <laughs> you know but like what, what what's great stereotypical scouser right here <laughs> like honestly it's gang out there though but you know I, i've you know there's, there's kids out there who literally grow up around like um you know people i mean the parents are drug dealers they sell all of this and there's obviously in the same thing if you think about it there's people who grow up around firearms is there's all this gang shit is normal they've got no other option in life because they're not going to be workers or they're not going to fucking go to college and in university if the fucking family is, is in a gang and then they, they need people running about for them who they can trust this is what people neglect to mention and you know, we all these motherfuckers who are out there like, oh, workers need to arm themselves. It's like we need to literally, like, these are the ones with the most power in society. These are the ones who the police are most scared of and the state are most scared of is if the gangs come together. Look, if, you know, the 2012 UK riots, well, it turned out there was a study that most of those were, like, unemployed lump and pros, like, gang members. So it's like... These people are literally smashing up the fucking, uh, you know, the fucking, the capitalist fucking infrastructure. And, like, the workers are doing nothing other than fucking bending over fucking backwards to, to begging for a job under COVID. It's insane. Well, I mean, we're the only ones who are fucking willing to do it. But the um, I have a perfect example of, like... Uh... I lived with this guy when I got off the streets uh, the second time when I was in a shared house. He was this uh, Liverpool lad. He's in his 40s or 50s. Um, he looked after me really well. Uh, he was a, like, uh, he'd been in prison. He had that like proper like mob rule mentality, but I didn't mind it. Like I used to do bits of work for him for other bits and pieces because like, even though I'm disabled, I've always tried to do like bits of illegal work and all that because I feel completely dislocated that I can't work it's one of the most crushing things not being able to fucking you know I've been brought up to, to work and function and like my education aspirations completely fell apart and I doubt that I'll ever come back together but being able to functionally work has always been something I desired so I used to do lots of bits of work for him uh, and he had been about he's a ridiculous hard worker like you can't turn around and say the lump and proletariat are anything other than the hardest workers in this country because Thank just you. being is working and not only that but he was in and out of jobs here there and everywhere always running about always up early in the morning always back late at night always doing this and that and he was fucking off his face and everything on while he was fucking doing it <laughs> like anyone who's gonna try and insult us for this that and the other can fuck off he was a legend and my man's been macheted in the face my man's my man's been through everything he did end up fucking smacking my head off the side but that was a bit of a <laughs> that was a bit of a waffle i accidentally woke him up in the middle of the night but, uh, you know, fuck it. 
Like, uh, things things might have ended, but if I ever meet him, I'll shake that man's hand. He was a fucking legend. Like, uh, it's funny because he punched me twice, but I was fucking, I don't know, I didn't feel it. So, he, so because I didn't fucking react to it, I, he just grabbed me around the head and bashed me off the side. I was so dazed, I didn't know what the fuck happened. I just stood up and continued making my food. <laughs> wow. Wow. Nah, it's crazy. Um, I mean, that's another thing. The, obviously, the criminal elements are extremely hard working. Like I said, we, they literally have to just, like graft nonstop, like when from fucking nine in the morning till fucking ten at night. Well, um, in order to make ends meet and like uh, and, and and another point that i want to mention is the fact that like i've obviously come in contact with many of them who who and like being touched by the amount of empathy w- within them and that's that's why like um basically oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sticking up for them as much as i can like i've seen the compassion and the regret in the hearts for example i, I remember there was two kids who'd been robbed from from like they got like loads of gear robbed off them yeah by some kid and then what they done is obviously they, they got a car got somebody else with them they'd fucking captured this kid off the street when they found him yeah and like they got him in the car they were fucking smashing his head in in the car and that and they were fucking telling me about it afterwards because they, they had him in the car they were smashing his head in and then you're saying like where the fuck is it and we're you know fucking trying to get all the gear back that that, that had been robbed off them just to show you the fact of how much fucking solidarity there is yeah when they went to the area in which they lived and they were fucking outside his house, like fucking, they basically chased, they knocked on his house, found out where he lived, and like this kid bailed, like his bed looked out the window, and he was like, it's not here, and then this kid had bailed outside his back garden, ran over the fence, the kids took off, chasing him, the, the lads took off at chasing him, yeah, and then fucking, what was it, there was, some, there was like two other lads in there as well, and he was like, what, what are you doing, what's, what's he done? And obviously the boys had said he fucking robbed us. And then these kids in their car said, all right, Sam, we'll, we'll fucking get him. And these kids who they'd never met before, like, like we're helping them chase this kid who, who was a robber. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's where we talk about like this fucking, what's it called? Like the thug life, thug models, fucking, well, what the fuck do you call it? Uh, there's like a gangster ma- morality, at least. And like, so there's some aspect of solidarity within this like cla- class element because they've got nobody else and they, they, they do have the, the, a degree of models. And that's why, like, George Jackson and the Black Panther Party and that was so potent as revolutionaries because he turned this gangster mentality that had at least some morality into, like, a, a revolutionary fucking gang- gangster mentality. And that's why the Black Panthers were so... Po- but I'm going to finish up on this story because it's fucking funny. Um, so, so they were fucking smashing their heads. Uh, what was it? Yeah, so they were fucking in this car. Like, where is it? Fucking banging his head in. And, and then, like... And then I, I was with them after it. And, like, one of the lads, obviously, fucking sniffing Ketan, he was, like, I saw him and he looked, like, traumatised. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, knuckles were half done in. And, like, they know me as a revolutionary communist. I've never, ever hid that up from anybody. You know, I faced an extreme severe reaction. So, like, I'm saying... You know what happened and he's telling me and he's saying like uh, it was fucking there, he was in the car and fucking smashing his head and like that, trying to find out where he is, where where all the gear is. He's saying he doesn't know and I'm just banging him and like he's he looks like shook, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he looks like scared and I'm like, Why is and it's like he said it was heavy. You know, like saying it, I felt sly, you know what I'm saying? In fact I think he might have actually said I, I felt sly but fucking 
you know, he's robbed us. And I said, obviously, you have to go and get your fucking gear and you can't just let kids rob you. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, he's a muppet. He's a fucking thief and you have to go and get it. So don't fucking be upset about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's robbed you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So you fucking smoke the joint, even though he rarely smokes joint and that. But, like, obviously, they do what they've got to do to survive and that's just literally a part of the life. Like, if they don't if they don't have to be violent and aggressive, then they're not going to do it. Do you know what I'm saying? That's the whole fucking point in it. But the stereotype yeah. in, in, in the same is to like in the same way that like you know TV shows and, and everything stereotypes about black people and it's like it's so convenient in order to stereotype these as social scum because it, it turns people away from everything and these people have a fucking chance to change to be fucking better individuals and to be fucking productive members of fucking a global proletarian revolution you know what I'm saying and also at the same time it keeps workers scared of them um, and so intimidated of ever even addressing them as like just just normal people who are just trying to fucking get by yeah and it comes into the fact that self-centered labor aristocrats will turn around and say that we're self-centered and just look out for ourselves we don't have a choice but to look out for each other because we understand that if we don't look out for each other we are fucked we are a community species that's always been the logic of our species they have the capacity that they don't need to do that so they don't like they they can do whatever the fuck they want, but what we gain from that because of how much larger our hearts are for not just ourselves, but other, well, if anything, sorry, our hearts for ourselves end up being destroyed because we get looked at so downly. But in the in the way in which we look so fucking uselessly upon ourselves, we find use in each other. When I was homeless, is the perfect example of this. The ragtag of people that I fucking were around, who I who I'll always see as family, they were fucking. They, we might have had some fucking squabbles here and there, and that's what a family does. But they were fucking. They were true people to me, and I love them till the end of time. And we stuck out for each other. Fucking me and my mate Andy were the ones who were the fucking like responsible sort of organizers of everything. We especially helped out with Dave, who was extremely autistic and very dissociated and had a lot of trouble. But there was. Uh, there was there was there was uh, seven or eight of us, and we all we all chipped in. We all made sure that we all had weed. We all had bags. We all had fucking uh, food, water. We all made sure that we got to the, the uh, a night shelter. That we were, we were being helped out by the church. The church were the people that were helping us. No communist party. The church are the only fucking organized group that actually goes about and actually fucking does anything for lumpen people. Food, uh, soup kitchens, and other stuff like that. Because we'll have it. Some unknown reason that's why that's our true. communist parties don't give a shit about soup kitchens. I don't know what that's all about. Apparently, it's a waste of time or a waste of money. I don't know. But fucking uh, fast stuff. Uh, honestly, comrade, right? I'm gonna love you and leave you right now because I haven't eaten all day long. I'm absolutely sweating after this conversation. I want to get this out so people are listening to this immediately. You said so much. But, I mean, honestly, I'll speak to you again any time. Um, I'll just pop in and just speak to you throughout my fucking life and, that, and, and like, throughout the week and that, and we'll definitely catch up and definitely stay in touch. Your mum's got the kettle on this, so if you can't hear me, that's why. But I'm going yeah. I'm gonna to love you and leave you at the moment. I love you and Livia as well, man. It's been great speaking with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I hope to one day post-COVID, I'll like meet up with you one day and just speak to you in person as as a person. That would be great. Um, but yeah, 
Uh, do you want me to link and invite into your server for people who might be interested into this, or? Yeah, go for it, man. I'd love to. I'd love to be more engaged within the community. Boss, will send us an invite link for the server then. I will do, man. Alright, peace. I'll speak to you soon, my comrade. Love and solidarity forever. Hell yeah, man. Love and solidarity, my friend. And as I always say, workers and lumpen of the world unite. Hell yes, brother. Maybe we could feel like the others, they know how to have fun. Maybe we could feel like the others, they know how to have fun. Maybe we could feel like the others, they know how to have fun. They know how to have fun. They know how to have fun. Maybe we could feel like the others, they know how to have fun. Maybe we could feel like the others, they know how to have fun. Maybe we could feel like the others, they know how to have fun. They know how to have fun. They know how to have fun. Yeah, been talking about the game, so let's play some risk. Talking big, talking shit, just like this. I would rather pose this than you're into. You got me alone.